Welcome to the Beth and Kelly Show, a weekly Facebook Live conversation between Beth Fortune and Kelly Klingen. That's me. And we've made it into a podcast. Beth Fortune currently serves as Education Director at Wintergrass, the National American String Teachers Association Board, and Chair of the National Council for Orchestral Education. I currently serve as Education Director at Jazz Ed the Washington president at Jazz Education Network and Jazz Curriculum Officer for Washington Music Educators Association. We have a platform and we really want to leverage it for positive change. Please hit us up. Let's have a conversation and uh, let's move our practice as music educators forward. Uh, It is the last day of school before winter break. Uh, It is teacher happy hour on the Beth and Kelly show. I've got my Rainier. It's not the holiday can. I was chastised about that earlier for no holiday can, but that's okay. You know, I have my Trader Joe's tonic water. Fancy. And Jesse has ice water, which ice cold, clear water, clear, responsible choice, (laughs) crystal. I should have one of those. My right eyelid has been twitching all day. And I'm pretty sure if I had a glass of water, it would help. It's a sure sign of dehydration. I know they say that. So I'm having some Rainier and I think it'll help. It's the water. (laughs) Exactly right. It's Mountain Fresh. (laughs) (laughs) And we are joined today for the last episode of 2020 um, with Jesse Nolan, who is the marketing and membership director for Jen, which is the Jazz Education Network. And for those of you that aren't familiar, it's kind of like the new IAJE, except for not going bankrupt. Right. And it is very true. (laughs) It is the place for music educators to get connected to jazz. I happen to think as someone who applies to present at a lot of conferences and then actually present at a lot of conferences. I think that it is the best application process and conference as far as um, really having a vision of equity um, and like putting scaffolding in place to try and hit the mark. And I think Jen is really responsive to feedback like if something's not going great at a conference or something it feels like it's addressed and then the next year and forevermore that thing doesn't happen again and i appreciate the nimbleness that jen seems to have and also like in a a sense of immediateness to address an issue and like try and do something different yes yes Kelly, and I'm going to just jump in, Jesse, before we give you a chance to talk. Um, I am going to jump in with my accolades to the Jazz Educators Network, too. I am a string teacher, okay? I teach orchestra in a public high school in Seattle. Um, However, I have done a lot of jazz instruction with the string players in collaboration with Kelly here. the the time that I was lucky enough to have been chosen to be a presenter at Jen. San Diego, I, baby. That's right, San Diego. I have never been treated in such a respectful manner, okay? I am on the board of the American String Teachers Association. I am heavily involved in the National Association for Music Education. And Jen is, as far as I can tell you, I mean, and I have participated on the national and state and local level of all of the other music education associations. Jen is so just like right on with people who are chosen as presenters. Um, People who are chosen as presenters get a complimentary pass to the conference. Um, You're treated respectfully. You are given you know, some, some really nice promotion, the promotional materials, all of this stuff. And it, 
really feels good. That really feels good to a person who is a presenter. And um, you have a good history of getting amazing clinicians, um, partnering with NAFME to get clinicians into classrooms of um, programs that need the help. And then you go ahead and pay those clinicians. Um, I just, you know, there's so many things I could just like make a bulleted list. Here's what Jen does. And I would like to just go ahead and hand that list out to other organizations. So, rules, dude. Yeah. Like the board has more than one black person on it, for example. This is jazz music. Obviously, it should. And, you know, it's like America, you know, simple things you would think that aren't really like, crazy over and left field some kind of obvious things jen does them like it's like already yeah it's like you make a priority out of that and it was already a priority you didn't get in trouble for it before and change your path you, right. you set out with that as a priority dude that was one hell of an introduction yeah yeah i mean i think we should just say good night <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, go to the U, go go to the URL and join, and that yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I I mean, I really appreciate all that. You know, I'll say this: if I could like summarize the why that that those things are, or or that you know members like you feel that way, uh, and I hope more members out there feel that way, um, it's because we're a member network. And so we really try to put our members first, right? So if you're coming to our conference to present something, you are one of the attractions at the conference. You, you're, you're one of the names, you're one of the people, you're one of the pedagogues, you're one of the minds and voices that we want our other members to hear. And of course, we try to make it equitable and make sure that we choose different people and topics uh, and try to address uh, and shine light in certain areas, strings being one of them. We try to showcase vocal jazz a lot more than other conferences. We're really trying to be cognizant of these areas that are that where we need to fill things in as well, because you know there's a lot of jazz band out there. Mm -hmm. uh, and then there's a lot of good resources and not so good, but it's harder even to find bad resources for jazz strings than it is good resources for jazz band you know so being a member network we really try to take that feedback here's what we need here's what's missing here's what we'd like to see um you know and and to address the other thing i think we try to be in many ways like emulate the music right the music was always yeah. on the forefront on the edge of 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 the of the music industry and of mu musical styles and of course black american music continues today to be what is popular ever since right. this you know for for over 100 years now in this country um except and you got the whitest guy from jen to come and talk to you tonight <laughs> uh but we try to be that way too, you know, and, and that's what we're going to try to do with our, that's what we're not trying to do. That's what we're doing with our conference. Uh, members out there may have noticed that when you log into our site, it's a new feel, it's a new look. We've rebuilt, we've rebranded, um, and we're really looking to create a, a, an experience, a more cutting edge technological experience this year. Um, a more seamless experience and leveraging technology and actually some of the interesting benefits that being virtual you know being able to connect with clinicians that we would never have at our conference right. or even having exclusive performances of people that have never and many in many cases cannot travel to our conference um so yeah we're just we're just trying to keep it fresh and new and we're trying to put our members first and we try to give as much back for your membership fees and for your conference registration as we can um so we're working hard, we're working hard for you guys and we're really just trying to build this network and, and you know, have more chapters join and, and really, you know, make people aware of who we are because I think we've built a lot and as the saying goes, if you build it, they will come. But I always add, not if they don't know about it. Right, for real. So that's what we're trying to do is just get the word out now and, um, 
make more people know about us and know about our reputation and, and just try to bring more people into into what our president Sean Jones calls the Jen family. I just love that guy. Like for reals, he is such a kind man. And I mean, obviously swoon. So there's that. <laughs> and he's a hell of a trumpet player. And he's a he's a trim, he's a tremendous leader. He yeah. really is. Yeah. Um God, Beth, you made me think about that that trip to San Diego we took oh my God. together. You were I mean, I'm not accustomed to seeing you nervous. You were freaking out. You were oh. So worried that you were gonna be like a poser at this jazz concert. I know. Well, it was crazy because one of the other things about Jen yeah. that I realized um, kind of on the plane, um, you know, kind of just looking through the- uh, Through the, the program? Kinda, yeah, the program. Uh, I was on the plane and I'm like, oh my God, holy cow. Uh, they don't pick that many presenters. It's not like you pack it with 500 different sessions, you know? You have specifically exclusive <laughs> sessions. And I realized that I had been chosen as like the string presenter. And I was like, oh my God, I am scared as hell right now. And so that was crazy. And um, it was like a huge honor to be able to to be at Jen and present, especially knowing how exclusive it is that, um, you know, to get chosen as a presenter. Yeah. Those and how, how I was treated as a presenter. Um, so. I, Jesse, I love what you said. It really inspired me that you, um, that, that like the organization functions as a reflection of the music. Like, yes, jazz has always um, honored its history, but also been forward pushing. And I think that's what Jen does really well is honors the things that we have traditionally seen as valuable, mm -hmm. but tries to show other stuff too. And that is really cool and I like to think that I'm a better teacher because I'm a jazz musician and can sort of improvise my teaching and my ideas on the fly and Jen kind of functions that way as an organization I think that is why it's so nimble that's really cool that you're doing that it's working it, well you know the music doesn't exist in a vacuum right so like what's interesting about this conversation is that you know Beth we're coming in Beth and I just met a few minutes yeah. ago before we went live so yeah. so we're we're coming into contact through this through jen essentially right mm -hmm. through the through the lens of jen um but your primary correct me if i'm wrong but your primary career is as a string player and educator yes right yeah. so what we what we're trying what we realize is that the music doesn't exist in a vacuum right so of course you have your jazz educators out there and i like to think of myself as a jazz educator first and I think it's okay to build jazz educators first, uh, you know, and it, like, just like it's okay to build string educators first, right? right? And, vo and choral educators, not just vocal, but choral, that's, di that's different, right? It's okay to, to, for people to be excellent at, at these things, but everyone's not a jazz educator first. Some people are jazz educators second. Some ad people are jazz educators also because they're equally good at something else. And it's important for our network to kind of acknowledge that, you know, the identity of every music teacher is different and may in some way include jazz. So what what yeah. do what do we need to encompass in order to have a community that represents all of these various interests, ability levels, engagement levels with the music, right? And so of course what we see is that we have a large healthy membership of like the jazz educators first and the jazz musicians and the companies who make jazz products but what we're really trying to do is reach the people who are jazz educators also or who who are jazz educators second who would benefit from being part of the community just because 
of how open I think the community is, especially at conference, you know, like you just, just go walk up to whoever and say hi and say, that was great. Could you tell me how you did that? Or can we talk about this piece of music? And the answer will be yes. You yes, know, can I add that I'm thinking a demographic that you're after also are future jazz educators and folks who are who have a class in their roster with the word jazz in it. Right. Maybe don't even consider themselves jazz educators. That's the one that freaks me out the most. Like the people teaching well, a jazz ensemble who have don't even consider themselves to be jazz educators. I want those folks at conference. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch this. We wait, you muted yourself, bro. What happened? We <laughs> want we want these people, right? So yeah. this we want we want the kids. Yeah. We want them to be involved, right? We have a lot of jazz teachers like I said, who are jazz educators first, but yes, the, 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 the demographic that we really want to come into this network and, and, and the, what we've really been reaching for, especially since COVID began by doing all the, the free online webinars and events is that demographic of people who are music teachers who teach jazz, but don't consider themselves jazz educators. We want them to come into this network and we want their students to come in. And that's why we created this program called okay. the chapter program. We're about to segue. There you go. But, but that's what we want. And and, and, and and we especially want the kids. And yes. it's important to know that even regardless of the chapter program, which we'll talk about, any kid who's under 19 can join Jen for free, which means they immediately get Downbeat Digital and Jazz Ed Digital, and they can apply for our scholarships and every all the programs and it's you just go on the site and you sign up. It's that it's real, and you just renew once a year. It's that easy. <laughs> okay, we are gonna unpack that and dig into that. Let's just also say, uh, I'm gonna just stamp this with my opinion that I think Beth agrees with. Even if you're a music teacher that isn't teaching jazz, you should be. And the way that you I, learn how, Amen, to <laughs> is by going to these things. And so Jesse asked, we have, okay, I'm going to segue to the topic. Are we good for that, Beth? Sure. <laughs> okay. We had this meeting. Um, Jesse led the meeting for the various uh, unit area unit leadership what's it called is that what it's still called area network we thought area we would use the word net we thought we we went oh network right okay we're so a network basically each state region has some leadership people to be consulted with for questions and or in reverse like Anyway, it's me and Sis, Jim Cisco and John A. Kendrick. Okay, so yeah, we want to keep in touch with what's happening on the local level. We want to know right. yeah. when it's when when your teachers need resources, when they're starting their programs, when their festivals are, how we can help. Right. Yeah. So we go to this meeting to learn that it's changed names to Area Network. Okay, um, leadership, which I am one of. Um, and then in that meeting, Jesse started explaining these chapters. It's kind of like Tri M, mm -hmm. but without the service part. Anyway, and Jesse was like, and if you could all make just a little video of yourselves explaining it, and we'll put it on the socials. So I sat down a couple weeks ago before the Beth and Kelly show. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. I'm in the Zoom call for our show. I'll just like record the video and then Beth will come and we'll do the show. And I started doing it and I was like, I don't know what in the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> I went through the information like five times. I really did my homework and I was like, damn, we just got to get Jesse on the show. I am screwing this thing up and maybe I'll just 
put the clip of him explaining it in the show. We'll just put that on the networks, dude. Perfect. Yeah. Two birds. I was like, I am beefing it on this homework assignment. <laughs> I basically delegated my homework back to the delegator. Well, that's, that's a good. Right. That's a good trick. It's dude. collaborative now. Right now it's collaborative. <laughs> and and I kind of know about it, but I should really know about it. And Beth doesn't know anything about it. So we're going to toss epic questions at you as you explain this thing to us. Okay, okay I'm ready. Set the stage. Chapters. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. I'm going to make it really simple. So we have a chapter program. Okay. And any organization that has other members like students in a jazz band or a no another nonprofit organization that's a any kind, arts, music business, whatever, um, or even a large organization like ASTA or a state chapter of uh, NAFME or some of the remaining state jazz education, uh, IAJE state chapters that are still left or the Ballard High School Jazz Boosters. Exactly, right. or the or the middle school, you know, or a college. Uh, it's any organization that has a group of musical people who all want to be members in Gen. And so the only the only catch is you have to have ten of those people, um, and they all have to join. But membership fees change depending on how old you are. So. The chapter pays $96. So that less than $100 yes. for the whole chapter. For the whole chapter. Okay. The chapter organizer, which would be the band director or the person who is going to be the communication point, mm -hmm. gets a membership along with that, our full membership. So that person and their school or their college music department or their organization, whatever, is going to get... Uh, downbeat subscription in the mail every month and digital. They're also going to get a subscription to Jazz Ed Magazine, mail and digital. They're going to get six free jazz charts every year that are exclusive to Jen for a couple months and then we send them back to the composer. But there are also bonus charts that are available all the time. So like if you signed up today, you get four charts today and then one every two months. So in the next year, you'd get 10 charts for your $96. Yeah, plus your subscriptions to the magazines, plus you get, you know, eligibility to all of our programming. So like you can recommend your kids. Yeah. What was the membership price for, let's say a high school teacher? What is that normally if you don't do your chapter? $96. <laughs> so the exact same price. Yes. Except you can hook nine other people onto it. Right, and then their membership fees depend on their age. So if they're under 19, if they're in high school or below, their memberships are totally free until they graduate. So Beth could register Ballard Music Department. Right? Yeah, the whole department, not just the jazz band. And this is what I try to tell high school directors. Don't just register your jazz kids. What? Why not? They can all have a free so, membership. Okay, so and they all get free magazines, and if they want to apply for a jazz scholarship someday, they can. So tell me a little bit about, um, are they required to get together and like elect officials and hold meetings and do Robert's rules and stuff like that? And like, or do they just benefit from the magazines and the opportunities? It depends on what you, the chapter organizer, would like to do with your chapter. So here's what happens. So you the don't have to do anything. No. The organizer pays $96, and then uh, we send you a chapter welcome, which includes a chapter information form. We want to know the name of your organization. We want to know about you, the organizer. We want to know what you teach. Um, we need to know if you need any accounts for students under 13, because in that case, we're going to issue your you uh, usernames and not take your students personal information, but we're still going to give you a way to pass out uh, ways for your kids to log in that you can reuse. Um, so we're going to just collect some in. What was that? Like you, this is a real priority. 
because this is a huge priority. All of that stuff was a major pain in the butt, I would imagine. That sounds like an organizational nightmare. We just transitioned over the summer to a, a brand new system under the leadership of Sharon Birch. Uh, yeah. And we, we moved everything over uh, to a system that can handle a lot of this work in an automated way. Yeah. Um, so basically, you fill out that form. And on the form, we're also going to ask you for names of your chapter officers so you do have to name like a president a vice president and a secretary but that could be you your co-teacher and like it doesn't it can be anyone doesn't and have then to no it can be uh -huh. and we also then ask you to fill out a set of what we call boilerplate bylaws and those are basically like you giving us your address and stating for how long you want the officers to serve. It can be, I'm the president forever because I'm the yeah. band director. But we leave them open and when you submit the form, I send it back to you in a way that's editable. And so we do have chapters at the collegiate level, two in particular, the University of Northern Colorado and the University of Central Washington that are like full-fledged chapters, officers, finances, events, uh, service, they do all sorts of stuff that any chapter, even of a Greek organization, They're going for a gold would star do. up in there. They are our flagship, <laughs> our flagship. And, and one of the things I'll mention too is, if 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 you don't mind, I can leave with you. We did a webinar about forming chapters. Yeah, I had some and, former students in that meeting. Yeah, and so those folks talked to us, and and I can leave that link in case people want to check that out. But yeah. they're gang, they're gangbusters. They're a formal chapter. They have chapter meetings at night, right? Wow. Not as right, but then you can also just be like a high school band who has rehearsal once a week, and you know if you want to give students leadership, you can do that. But the point of the chapter program is to get more students involved, and and to and to get more future jazz educators involved because right. if we can have a student who's reading downbeat and checking this stuff out and applying for scholarships and applying for our women in jazz uh, quintet when, when they get into college, right? These are the experiences. These are the mentorships. These are the things that actually the jazz community is known for. I mean, that, that's how this music is taught, right? Person to person, whether or not you're standing in the room with someone or you're listening to Charlie Parker off a recording, you're learning from a, another human, like directly from their language, right? And so that's what we want to do. We want to give these students these opportunities, even if all it starts with is a downbeat subscription and, you know, email updates telling them about what they can apply for or what's what's happening or how much the conference is, you know, especially in a year like this where anyone can come. <laughs> so here's a question. Does Jen have um, workshops for kids that are maybe members of chapters? Yes, and this year, especially at the conference, we launched a whole new track of clinics for students. So normally at the conference, we have a, a, a the conference is like seven events in one, really. It's a jazz performance festival right. uh, of groups from, you know, the biggest names in jazz down to like a middle school. Right. It's a whole clinic track for jazz educators to do professional development. There's a whole research track, researchers presenting their work. Um, and then there's the Generations Jazz Festival, which is a non-competitive, um, like a clinic style jazz festival where you pay a fee, first come, first serve. Obviously in a normal year, it's schools also who can travel mm -hmm. um, and can afford to travel. This year's a little different. I feel like this year we have something that's maybe even more equitable uh, and, and, and there's talking about continuing to do the virtual side of things as well, yeah. because it gives people access. Absolutely. Uh, so, but this year, from us on that idea. <laughs> yeah. So this year, instead of just yeah. the generations jazz festival, we're creating the generations jazz experience. So we have the generations jazz awesome. festival, which is virtual, uh, directors, if they are in person can perform over zoom to a clinician, or they can submit any recording, whether it's one of these virtual videos or a, a recording that they did for last year or something from an Ellington submission, anything. And you know, the adjudicators 
will listen and watch that recording with the group and then give them the type of feedback that they would give them if they were in person. On the side of that, to answer Beth's question, we have a whole track of, I think it's now 12 masterclasses that are for young musicians. Uh, and they're all instrument specific and one of them is, uh, one of them is music or jazz improv and one of them is music theory. Uh, Sherelle Cassidy is doing an improv one and, and uh, Erica Von Kleist is doing a woodwind doubling and then also a cool approach to jazz theory class. That book, it's great. Yeah, yeah. And then we have sessions for uh, almost every instrument bass, drums, trumpet, saxophone, guitar by master musicians and educators. And the really cool thing about this is if a student, especially like a, a like a chapter member, especially a youth, a YGEN member who gets a free membership under 19, if they pay that 10 bucks for their, because they're a chapter member to come to the conference, they not only get those four days, but all of those YGEN master classes, those 12, will be available to them on demand forever as long as they keep their membership. I want to restate that detail that might have slipped past, which is if you have a chapter, anyone under the age of 19 is free. Totally and free. if they want to come to the conference, it's $10 each. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so, so, so like, so basically if an educator wants to do this, they contact me, they pay the 96 bucks. I literally send them an Excel sheet. Mm -hmm. They put everybody's info in there and the kids in there and they pay and literally we upload it and our system processes all the memberships and registrations. Everyone gets emailed and your work is done. That's it. It's, so, it's the, it's the best price for a virtual field trip to a jazz conference. Okay, so here is my, um, I'm going to jump in with, you know, a teacher tip, okay? <laughs> teacher tip. Um, you are getting ready for next year. Um, most of us will probably be back in person next year. And you're going to have to revamp your syllabus, right? I mean, your syllabus. Because if you don't, you're going to get right. tools. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... So you're going to do yourself a real big favor. You're going to get ahead and you're going to join Jen through the establishment of this chapter thing. And you're going to get ahead and you're going to assign the rest of your music department, the string person, the choral person, the rest of your music department. Mm -hmm. You're going to assign them roles. Theater, maybe. They can be your president, secretary, totally. whatever. Totally. Assign roles. And then in your syllabus, which you are going to be updating anyway, because we don't know what kind of fresh hell we're walking into next week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're going to go ahead and you're going to put the information on how exactly every single student gets signed up for this. And so it's part of day one, lesson one, right? right. You hand out the syllabus. Build it in. Lesson one is sign up for this, okay? And then that's gonna go ahead and give you all kinds of material throughout the school year. Yeah. Um, with the number of free charts that you get, you could likely, take care of programming for your jazz band, at least, um, for, the, for the school year. Yep. Um, there's gonna be things in Downbeat Magazine where you can have um, reading assignments and students are responding. This is actually connecting to the NAFNI standards. Which Beth basically wrote. So. <laughs> um, then you're going to um, have students participate in master classes and for $10 each, everyone's gonna sign up for the, um, the, the conference or at, at the very least, the electronic portion of the conference next year and this year. Yeah. Um, and this is gonna be happening for a $95, you know, for everyone in the whole entire department to, right. to go ahead and get all of these different neat opportunities. But right. then 
If you decide to have students participate and go to the conference, it's $10 each, okay? Now right. I'm just trying to like- Try and say that $10 per student is a hardship because I know what all of you foos are having your kids wear. You're making them go buy a friggin' tuxedo or, you know, the <laughs> that you're already charging are outrageous. Kelly, I'm just saying, you know, it's a car wash. I, I'm just saying, you know, outfits like music first and yeah. smart music and stuff, they are just raking in the dough right now because there's like a per head cost right. to kids. And school districts right now are signing people up left and right for these things. But I would so much rather just have like this. 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 <laughs> yes, dude. Okay. Um, Jesse, this question may be upsetting, but I'm asking it anyway because Beth just put a quarter in me. Uh -oh. Okay. <laughs> a quarter in me. That's what happens. <laughs> no, it's really it's it's totally friendly. Um I mean, I know I know you to be incredibly responsive to feedback. Um so that's, I mean, that's like a massive compliment. And I think it's um, speaks to the health of Jen that you are also responsive to your membership. Like you really are practicing what you preach. My sort of question here is, um, I can hear different teachers in my ear saying things like, um, I'm not a jazz teacher. My kids are in concert band. They don't play jazz, these types of things. So, you know, it's just not worth the paperwork, which is minimal and the $10 for the conference. And because I wouldn't use those charts, those are for big bands or, mm -hmm. you know, that type of thinking. And what I want to say is the gen that I know, if you were to write an email and say, hey, I've started this chapter I'm finding that I need resources like string charts, it, like string charts or like flex scores or like the jazz that's appropriate for a concert band. I really can imagine Jen creating those materials if they heard it from even a handful of people. Talk to me. That that's, ex that's exactly what we try to do. And in yeah. some ways, some of our programs have already tried in some part to respond that way. So I'll give you an example. So we say we, you get six free charts, right? But that's kind of vague, right? Well, well what kind of charts? How hard are they? What, what, for, what forces are they written for, right? So the, the, other than the bonus charts, which are, are charts that the composers, one of our co-founders and uh, Dr. Lou Fisher and also Greg Yasinitsky, who's written a lot of music for the for the Jen All-Star Band. They've given us- He's a Washingtonian. Yeah. But he's at the rival school, so. <laughs> okay. And, uh, and so they've given us those charts and those are always available. But the ones that are available every two months, they're available for two months, like January, February, and then they go away, one every two months. Um, we do uh, two big band a year and they'll be of differing levels. So one might be like advanced and one might be easy. And then there's two combo charts, same. Uh, one, you know, usually they're about seven pieces, five, five to seven pieces, at least two horns. Um, and those are same, they'll be an easy one and a medium advanced one. And then there are also two vocal charts every year. So one of the things that we do need to be responding to is the string area, mm -hmm. uh, which we're not doing in terms of the chart program right now but we got feedback in the beginning of the charts program because we were doing a lot of larger groups it's like hey what about this what about that so we've kind of differentiated that program um as well so well, yeah i mean I, that's awesome sorry i interrupted you i interrupt i'm an interrupter um <laughs> not on purpose i just get so excited um uh, you know, a teacher like Beth or myself would take those vocal charts and just hand them to strings because they're both concert pitch. Mm -hmm. um, and so it might be as simple as, um, you know, some 
fixes for like range or whatever, but it could. But, just I mean, there are also some some folks out there that are absolutely amazing string arrangers. Um, We'll connect you. We'll we'll hook you up with those. Please do, because that's that's how we grow this network. You know, like yeah. one of the things that was so valuable to us, our, our members are the most valuable asset. I I guess you could say, and I don't mean to say that in like a uh, uh, I don't know what the word is like in the way that I want to use you for our benefit. <laughs> but but that's what we are. We're a membership network. So like when COVID hit, one of the first things that started happening was. People were writing us like, hey, I'm developing this for my group because I'm adapting to the situation. Like, I'd love to share it. And and we got this incredible influx of people saying one of those. You were amazing. It's and it's still up. And and that was the reason that we were able to do those is because people wrote us and were like, hey, I I know something about this that maybe not everyone else knows and I'd like to share it. And we love giving people that platform, whether it's at the conference or now virtually. And we're not gonna continue, we're gonna continue doing at least one virtual event, like a masterclass or a clinic or a webinar, whatever it might be each month, even after this, and maybe even more because we've, we've developed the capacity to do that. But all of those ideas, for the most part, they came from members calling us or emailing us and me calling the person back and saying, when do you want to do it? <laughs> and that was it. Like, as you know, we connected a few minutes before and we had a conversation and you did your presentation and thousands of people watched it and it made a difference. And that's what we're trying to do. But all of that, all of that comes from the volunteerism of people like you. Right. Um, let me tell you something that I'm not super compelled by. Um, maybe you can, maybe it's my problem. I am not extremely compelled by the idea that we're making connection. We're helping kids make connections. Is that real? I mean, I feel like cause we got Instagram and stuff now, it feels like kids are already connected to anyone they want to be connected to. But I, maybe I'm wrong. I, just that as like a reason for a chapter doesn't strike me as super important. It's not like it's a bad thing. Maybe that we're showing you people that if you didn't know of, you should get to know. Well, here's the thing, Kelly. Yeah. If if the student is going to an event, like yeah. a master class or a um, like a performance that's part of the Gen Conference, right? Yeah. So say they, they go see thus and so famous band or famous artist. And then there's an opportunity, like a true to life opportunity. Like a meet and greet? Like a meet and greet where that student can have a chance to um, just simply ask some questions to that artist yeah. um, and learn from that artist. Yeah. Um, I, I have a feeling that those types of things are very impactful. I bet you're right. The kids. I, mean, I know, like I took the Girls Ellington Project to the Reno conference and they were a part of the Generations Festival. Yeah. And um, three things happened that I really remember. One, the girls got vibed really hardcore, not good. Like some mm. major mm -hmm. trash talking men, not just other kids, like professional musicians. It was no bueno, but guess what? Like I sent that feedback to friends at Jen and it felt like it was handled. And I mean, don't get me wrong, the girls handled themselves for sure. <laughs> and they like called in Mama Kelly and I regulated, <laughs> you know, some things like that. But, you know, there were some teachable moments there. We were all pretty surprised by that. And I, and I, met, and I felt like the next year, there were suddenly more women everywhere. It felt really different. I, even though I didn't know that Jen talked about my feedback, I know they talked about it because it felt different, you know? Um, but that was the only bad thing. The two amazing things that I remember were number one, um, Matt Wilson was one of our adjudicators. 
I mean, this is a world-class drummer, right? We would never have interacted with him otherwise. He lives in New York. And when he stood up and he had like some tears welling up in his ears, and he said that in all of his years of playing music, that they were the most soulful, meaningful performance that he had ever witnessed. And I just about died. I was like, now I'm crying over the in the corner. And the girls were like, holy crap, that's an amazing compliment I'll remember forever. Mm-hmm. And then two, the girls were at some buffet in Reno and they rolled up on a couple of women in jazz that they admire and were like fangirling hardcore. And they were like, oh, no, my God, I just saw. And I was like, yeah, dude, go say hi. And they were like, what? It's like, yeah, just go like legit, just go say hi. And they did. And now they're like all friends with, you know, Grace and Alexa. I think those those types of moments, Kelly, are pivotal in kids. You're right. I forget. Thank you. I'm glad we had this moment. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> seriously, like curating those moments for our students is really important. Yeah. Did you hear Kelly talk herself into the answer? That's what I do. Question? I do that. That's what I do. <laughs> right back I around, around my house doing this. I talk with my dogs. I. Well, I think that I agree with Beth. And the other thing that I think about, you know, I was a public school music teacher for 12 years and actually was a string teacher for a while. Cool. Uh, cool. It's not my primary instrument. I'm a, I'm a drum set player, jazz drummer and percussionist awesome. by trade. But the, you know, I think this way, if, if I can afford a chapter membership, if I can afford that, which some programs can't, I mean, I, I taught for, uh, four years as a jazz professor at Marshall in West Virginia. There are schools there where $96 is like the band budget for the year. And that's it. Right. Uh, so I get it. Uh, but if you can afford it, I think of it this way. Who are you as a teacher, if you can afford it, to decide that you even have one kid who's not going to benefit from that free membership, right? It's about agency. It's about giving your kids the agency to make their own decisions, to read that downbeat that they wouldn't have gotten, to... Just you telling them, hey, yeah, uh, you know, we I know we have this chapter and we don't talk about it much, but there's this conference. It's 10 bucks. The discount code is, you know, whatever your code is. Every chapter has a code. That's how you get your discounts. And, and th- you know, these conferences are where those moments happen. I was fortunate enough. I mean, I've, I was very fortunate as a student, you know, um, came from a family who, gave me private lessons and drums from when I was a little boy, you know, absolutely privileged, uh, come from where Naperville, where Bill is from. Okay. Uh, you know, and so had all of the things that I ever wanted or needed, but the real, the, the real like turning points for me in music came, yes, as a partial outgrowth of being someone who had, because our programs could afford to like go to New York and we got to go to Ellington and go to festivals. But, you know, I went to Ellington in 2000, my senior year of high school, and like got to have a conversation sitting at dinner at the Copa next to Herlin Riley. Right. That was, we sat there all night together. He was sitting next to me, I have a picture. And I remember that conversation. That conversation about music was so inspiring. And this is where those things happen. And what's so cool this year is that we're gonna be doing this and connecting people. So some of these, some of these, the sessions are all different. So the clinics will all be live and we're using a, a production uh, technology that allows uh, people in multiple Zoom rooms to talk to one another. So the clinician and the the audience will be able to see and hear one another and we'll actually be able to put many people on your screen so you can kind of see everyone uh we're trying to create a community vibe but this is the opportunity for that student in washington to ask a question of that drummer in new york and live you're you're talking to them i know it's virtual you know but but you're talking to them same thing the webinars you'll be you know those are 
you, uh, the, the, the clinician won't be able to see you, but you'll be able to see them. And in real time, we have moderators and people who are asking questions just like we normally do. Um, so this is that opportunity. And then we have all, you know, 40 uh, exclusive performances. And the, here's the really cool thing. All of the clinics and webinars, if you're a chapter organizer, all of them. So that's, it's like, uh, it's over 50 clinic and webinar sessions. Okay. If you're a member and you pay for the conference for yourself, so for the chapter organizer, it's 75 bucks to attend. But we have uh, we have here. We'll put up your uh, your B and K show discount code. It's 10 bucks ah, off. I feel so VIP right there now. We have our own code. So so for for 65 bucks, that teacher comes to the conference. So people listening to the show right now. If yep. they register for the conference and use the code B and K yep. show, yep. you get $10 off registration. Yeah, so if they have a chapter, that's 96 and then they can get 10 bucks off the 75 right? Okay. So, so here's the really cool thing. They not only get the conference, yeah. four days, right? But all of those clinics and webinars are on demand for them for the life of their membership. So... Before, when you would come to a gen conference, you have to pick what you go see. That's it. Yes. That's, that's it. You're like, do I go see Alexa Tarantino perform yes. or do I go see this workshop that's going to help me right now? This and year, the it's a really painful choice. It is. And sometimes there's two or three clinics you want to see that are back to back. Now, the performances this year are not on demand, so you have to watch those live. Okay. But so watch that. Watch the performances live and then watch the edu stuff later. I mean, we want people to come to the live clinics, yes. But but point being, if you had to choose and you have a chapter membership, you're gonna get these on demand for the life of your membership. So that means you can also play them for your kids. Start a Zoom session and, and you know, watch one and decide what you wanna show them. Use the, the master classes that the students also will have access to, the, the, the 12 youth sessions. You could break those up and and sequence them or you could assign them to your different musicians and ask them to start working on those techniques because those master classes are purposely aimed at young musicians and they're going to have access to those so you could assign them to watch and all they have to do is log into their gen account uh so it's yeah it's it's like fancy over there it's cool <laughs> uh it's you know necessity is the mother right yeah yeah. Well, what happens if somebody's already paid for their gen membership this year? Do they have to pay again for their chapter? No. To contact me. I, and, that. I knew the answer. <laughs> yeah. So if you have a full membership, we can, which is $96, obviously, same price, we can convert your membership for the, re the, the rest of your membership. And if you have another level of membership, like the electronic one, we can apply, you know, we'll credit your balance, basically and then you pay the rest for the for the rest of the year. The really interesting thing to note too is that most schools will pay for this. So yeah. directors who are paying currently out of their own pocket for their own membership. Right. Don't do that. There's another really cool there's another really cool thing about chapters that I learned from the Central Washington folk okay. and the UNCO folk, especially at the collegiate level but in some larger school districts that allocate money for student clubs. That's right, ASB. By, by forming an official or, uh, uh, chapter of another official organization like Jen, and then formally starting your club through whatever process is required to have an official university or an official school club, many times you're automatically eligible for a certain extra amount of funding. So a collegiate, a collegiate jazz director, in some cases, could be leaving thousands of dollars on the table because they don't have an official jazz club. Ooh. They have an ensemble, right. but you can have an after-hours club that is devoted to like, like what, what Siwoo Jen at Central Washington does. They have equipment that their students can rent out to like go play gigs with. Okay. That's and cool. they cool. they use the money that they get automatically from the university and their membership dues to enhance their program and they're automatically eligible for that funding and can apply for more 
because they were able to go back to their university and say, hey, we're starting an official gen chapter and we want to be an officially recognized by the university as a university club. Did the paper, the kids did the paperwork, students did the paperwork, officers, they got it approved. And now there's money for the jazz program that is automatic plus what they raise. So it, it might behoove teachers to investigate what benefits are there are for starting an official club right. or organization at their school. I don't think there's probably anything like that at your classic public secondary school. Probably not. Right. Well, so I guess that my question is, um, you were talking about, you know, some, some schools, 95 bucks or however much money is just, it's a no-go and teachers do not make enough money to put enough food on the table, usually most months anyway. So, right. um, like writing out a check for a hundred bucks is also painful. Kind of, it's hard for some teachers, you know, um, it's hard for this teacher. Right. Right. So like, what are, has Jen discussed or is there anything in the works for teacher scholarships for this? We do have uh, yes. Uh, one thing has been discussed and that's that if there are members who need financial relief, we have a process for that. Uh, I bet you, Jesse, that if you added on to the registration somewhere, like, would you like to donate $25 for the Bloggity Blah Fund? I bet you there are schools that would check that box. The teacher just grant? Yeah, something like that. I bet there are schools with nice booster groups that would toss in an extra 50 or something. That's a really good suggestion. And I'm going to, if you don't mind, I'm going to take that. And no, I'm going to voice it. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> no, um, I mean, it, it's a really important thing. But what I would say to that teacher is, you know, if, if you are in the case where, where you can't afford it, but you want to get involved, write, write into us. We yeah. do have other membership levels. There's a $45 electronic, but your kids can still sign up for free. You don't have to be a chapter for your kid to sign up for free. Any student can go to any student under 19 can go to our website and sign up for free and they get eligibility for those things. And for them, for the for a non-chapter member student, if they use your code, their conference membership registration is $15. Because right. it's regular 25. So right. it's an extra five bucks. They still get the free membership. Um, Not quite as sexy, but it still works. Yeah, exactly. I um, have a little story to share. Uh, okay. Jesse and Beth. Actually, Beth already knows this story. It's not a funny one. Um, I don't know a lot about Triam. I just, uh, it was brought up at one of the WMEA board meetings and I was like, oh, you mean like the kids that letter in band and walk around with a letterman's jacket with a music note on it? Okay, that's what we're talking about. Right. Guilty. <laughs> Nerd alert. I, okay. Anyways, uh, we're going to save that for another day, Jesse. I don't even know how to unpack that right now. I lettered in orchestra, man. Dude. Billings Senior High School Bronx. Band. Okay. I was all about band. Band was life, man. I ate lunch sitting on the band room floor like most of your, most of your kids out there. I, I mean, I was all about band too, but you really couldn't have paid me $500 to wear a letterman's jacket with a friggin' music note on it. Anyway. Okay. Um, here's what I had all my all my marching patches on it, my festival patches, the pins from from state, everything, all of it. Oh my gosh! Bling! I had my I had my uh, my what what is it from Office Space? I had my my flare. I had all my flare on. The Heritage Festival pins. Oh my God, Kelly! Remember, like getting those handed to us, and we're just like in the garden. <laughs> Heritage Festival sees this dude, they would hand me this huge bag full of pins and I would say, thank you very much. And I would like literally turn the corner and in the garbage. <laughs> and now that's like sad. We were shorting kids the opportunity. Dude, I am a dick, but I don't know. <laughs> 
pass out your stupid ass pins <laughs> on the floor of the bus that I'm going to have to clean up when we get back to school. Forget that. Okay, here's my story. <laughs> so I, I, I start thinking to myself, well, Triumph doesn't have to be LeMay. It could be like, maybe it's a way that kids who might want to explore teaching music like they're in high school and they might want to think about being music teachers maybe this is a great recruiting tool for trying to diversify our music teaching force maybe jazz ed could have a triam chapter and so i write to the triam people hey i've got a nonprofit. i've read your rules i know that like attendance and having their grades up is how we have to, the rules and I could, I mean, I would only want to provide a triumph for kids that don't already have one at their school. And I would write, I would get their grades somehow. Is there any way, like I'll jump through all the hoops. And they were like, no. And I was so bummed out. And look at like three yeah. months later, we're just going to have a gen, a gen chapter. One door closes, another one opens. Dude, and this is a better deal, and I don't have to track grades, which PS I think is pretty racist. So um, anyway, or attendance, which is also racist. Especially during, like, look what's happening. I like, know. The, the idea, I don't know, I just think that this is like an entire learning experience for humanity. Yeah. And like, there are, you know, uh, yeah, don't get me started on the failure of our educational system on behalf of teachers and students everywhere, but but the, this is a learning experience and right. like the, the any any attempt to like hold anyone accountable to any standard that could possibly be upheld during a quote normal time is total insanity. insanity and and you know everybody is doing the best with what they have and you know not to mention like every child's home situation is different yep. their parental situation all that stuff Yep. And school is a safe school is a safe place. And with all those kids out of school, like it's the, the factors are so limitless and endless that the ability to apply any standard is yeah. impossible, I think. Well, I am. Okay. And yet, I mean, there is living proof, you know, um, this morning I taught my last three classes of the, you know, I guess the first portion of the school year here and I mean, regardless of what's going on, kids are still plugging in and working up. hard and showing up. And, um, and it's inspiring, know. dude. It is. Absolutely. It is. And I'm inspired by the fact that Jen and Jesse, I think this has a lot to do with you, that your response that. to this time mm -hmm. was to bring people together. Yep and to try and create more input places for community. And yep. I am pumped. And thank you for doing my homework for me. I don't have to try. Yeah, no problem. Hey, <laughs> you know, I, I do have to give credit. I appreciate the, the, the shout out. I do have to give credit to everyone at Jen, like Sharon Birch, Kelly Carson, and to our leadership, our board, to, to Sean Jones, and also to our recent past president, Todd Stoll, like the leadership, has been, you know, uh, Ashley Shabankare and oh, Ronnie Davis. Was on this show. I know. I saw. I was watching some of the other ones before. Yeah. Uh, and and you know, just everybody has adapted with like grace mm -hmm. and with positive vibes, and mm -hmm. just like every every day, it's you know, we have these conversations, and you know, this conversation has more this. Uh, uh, the conference has morphed and changed every day, it seems, but everyone, we're moving forward and we are just trying to provide that sense of community mm -hmm. for our community and to bring new people into this community to provide that at like a really critical time, you know, especially with this transition now, you know, that's happening uh, with what's happening with the vaccine right mm -hmm. and what's what's happening in our political life in this country and what's it's just there's so much going on that this could be a place where you could just like dig jazz and music for a few days for once yeah. in the last year and i think it's going to be a really joyous experience 
and uh, you know we're trying to continue after that to provide some new things. We have some we have a we have some surprises, uh, and perhaps some new initiatives that are going to grow out of the, the oh, COVID snap. music thing. I could I can tease one. We're going to and then we're going to end off. But I love right. to end with a teaser. One tease. Yeah. We're going to premiere something that we're calling Jam with Jen which uh, we, we gave you a taste of it in a webinar where we got the Berkeley folks on and they played remotely together. Mm -hmm. But we've actually created our own servers oh. and we're actually going to create a special conference session that you actually have to apply for because there are some technology requirements, sure, like sure. hardline internet and stuff. Mm -hmm. But we're gonna teach teachers and put them in breakout rooms where live at the conference, they're gonna jam with each other from their own homes. Oh, dear. Wow. And the ultimate goal would be to potentially roll this out for some of our chapters to actually be able to, for their students, to rehearse in real time over the internet now or after the conference while they are still in quarantine, if that's a, a thing. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna, but we're gonna debut that with a with a special all-star from home jam session, and I won't tell you who the all-stars are. Oh my God, it, I it better be Sean <laughs> Jones, okay? <laughs> I, love that. I can tell you, I can tell you that one of them is on the screen, behind me right now. Oh, cool! It's teeny tiny. It's minuscule. Well, one of the one of the one of the people, one of the images is one of the people. I know. I, cool. know. I can I can tell Tia Fuller and and Erica they're like teeny teeny tiny, but yeah. I know their headshots, so I know it's them. Yeah, yeah. Because like pointing her flute. Um, so yeah. I <laughs> yeah, I love I love that photo. I, I love the all the all the, the the photos and things. I mean, it's amazing. Even just that stuff, like the the high quality stuff that our members they're all members. These people send in, yep. you know, they ev everything helps, and we're just like blessed and thrilled to be even having this event. So we're pumped. Dude, I want to see everybody who is tuning in for the Beth and Kelly show at the friggin' conference. Yes, it is the highlight of my year every year to come back to school from break for three days and then hop on a plane with Beth and go wherever. <laughs>a million thanks to our listeners, followers, and subscribers. The support we receive monetarily and otherwise helps us to be able to spend time creating a quality product and it allows us to tap into partnerships and resources to which we wouldn't normally have access. We are stoked about the journey of learning we have ahead of us, and we are delighted you've decided to join.